Hi, and welcome to the Why Newcastle podcast. This week, we are looking at spiritual intimacy. Our speaker will share some key lessons to help us be aware of our spiritual intimacy and how we are to live our lives. Have your Bibles ready. Our speaker shares many amazing scriptures and truths with us about God and how we are to live. Our speaker this week is Chris Ryman. Chris has done many things in his life. He was a pastor for eight years. He worked for a cruise line and was a senior project manager for New South Wales Health. He's worked in missions for two years in New Zealand. Now, Chris is married with four kids, three of whom are now pastors in Australia, the United States and Italy. Clearly reflected in his family, no matter what Chris is doing, discipleship is paramount to him. Investing into the lives of other people to help them discover God and live their best lives. Through his humility, his calm and reassuring presence, Chris points people to God, shares his hard-earned wisdom and love for the Word. We're talking about spiritual intimacy. I was reading an article from Mark Berkler of the Christian Leadership University where he commented, living in obedience to the voice of God, experiencing the resulting covenant blessings. And he was referring to Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 14. It really impacted me as I read the scripture. And I'd like to read verses 1 and 2 to you. That's of Deuteronomy 28, 1 and 2. If you listen obediently to the voice of God, your God, and heartily obey all his commandments that I command you today, God, your God, will place you on high, high above all the nations of the world. All these blessings will come down on you and spread out beyond you because you have responded to the voice of God, your God. What amazing stuff there. And I encourage you to go and read the rest of it. That's Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 14. The blessings that follow from there are amazing. Now, the Apostle Paul discovered God's voice and vision on the road to Damascus, and it transformed his life. Paul then began with others to transform his world. Moses discovered God's voice and vision at the burning bush, and it transformed his life, and Moses transformed his world. Jesus lived out of the voice and vision of his Father, and he transformed the world. John 5.19 says to us, So Jesus said, I speak to you timeless truth. The Son is not able to do anything from himself or through his own initiative. I only do the works that I see the Father doing, for the Son does the same works as his Father. So Jesus is speaking about his humanness here. He functioned out of his humanness, as we do. John 5.20 says, because the father loves his son so much, he always reveals to me everything that he's about to do. And you will all be amazed when he shows me even greater works than what you've seen so far. For just like the father has the power to raise the dead, the son will raise the dead and give life to whomever he wants. And lastly, John 5.30, Jesus continuing to talking here says, By myself, I can do nothing. I judge only as I hear, and my judgment is that is just, for I seek not to please myself, but him who sent me. 
operating from his humanness, Jesus showed us how to operate in the kingdom. Now, there's five choices that have been offered generally to mankind for millennia. And those five choices are, the first one here is religious legalism. And in religious legalism, God no longer speaks. So in essence, the answer is live out of biblical laws. That's how you're supposed to live. The second one, the second choice that we're faced with is liberalism, miracles and myths. And the goal is to try and lead a good life. Hedonism, the third choice we're faced with, indulge the flesh because there's nothing after this life. So whatever you feel like doing, go for it. There's nothing after this life. Fourth one is Christian mysticism. There are two types of mystics. There's the stripping away type of mystic. These sought to kill the desires of the flesh through sleeping on beds of nails, self-flagellation, that sort of thing. Then there's a second type of mystic who was focused on coming to the light. They sought to sense the light of God within them. And some of them found some absolutely wonderful revelation. Both types went to monasteries or to the desert to live out their Christian experiences. My point is that while some receive wonderful revelation, they were unable to easily pass it on to others. And since they had essentially fled from society, they were unable to fulfill the Great Commission, which is to disciple all nations. Last week of a group here in Sydney, they want to isolate themselves. Well, they are isolated and they want to remain isolated, not speaking to those who are not part of their faith. They're well-meaning, nice people. I, I used to work with people that came from this denomination many, many years ago. Lovely, lovely guy. But whenever you went to speak with him, he'd pull back and just shake his head and just walk away. So how do you fulfill the Great Commission if you believe like this? The fifth choice that we faced was living in bondage to the laws of false gods. It's utterly astounding to me to observe that fundamentalists, liberals, heathens, worshippers of false gods, and half of the mystics, maybe more than half the mystics, all agree that God has no living encounter with mankind today. I find it absolutely astounding. So in that sense, they're all in the same camp. And I really don't get it. How can this be when from Genesis to Revelation, God continuously had living encounters with mankind? More than that, he declared that in these last days, he would continue to speak to us and reveal himself to us through dreams and visions. And you can find that in Acts 2.17. Guys, it is time every follower of Jesus takes whatever effort is necessary to break any level of yoke in our lives of false gods of religion, rationalism, humanism, paganism, and be restored to a lifestyle of living out of the voice and vision and power of Almighty God. God has given us a clear path to Christian spirituality that is transferable and it's workable in everyday life. It's about hearing the voice of God for yourself and others. It allows you to stay engaged with the world just as Jesus did. 
and bring the voice, vision, and anointing of God to people that you meet in everyday life. The key principles of this spiritual intimacy are as follows. God is, and if you're writing it down, put is in capital letters, God is speaking to you today. You can be easily taught how to hear and how to see him and sense his power within. You are to stay engaged in life, releasing God's light to those around you. Stay engaged in this life. Don't go away. Don't isolate yourself. Stay engaged in this life, releasing God's light to those people that are around you. So I guess there's a summary of choices that we're faced with. The first one is be a heathen, live out of the passions of the flesh. This produces death. Scripture is clear. You can be a legalist, one who lives out of biblical laws. Unfortunately, this produces death as well. And if you want the references there, there's Romans 7, 9, Romans 7, 10, 7, 14, and 7, 24. Follow Jesus' example one who lives out of the voice of God. This produces life, John 6, 63, where Jesus said, the spirit gives life, the flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of spirit and life. And here's the promise. The Bible is full of promises. This is a brilliant one. My sheep hear my voice. And I know them, and they follow me, and I give eternal life to them, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. You'll find that in John 10, 27 to 28. Bless you as you continue to grow in hearing his voice, and from that developing spiritual intimacy with our wonderful Father. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Chris. That was great. It's always good to be able to draw from your experience and knowledge of God's Word. My big takeaway is we are faced with so many choices for how we can live our lives. We can read verses and come to different views and conclusions, as seen by how many different denominations there are in Christianity. The key is, are we living like Jesus? If that is our guide and standard, we won't go wrong. Now I have a few questions to help you with the practical application of Chris's teaching. Take some time to think on these things. Remember, invite the Holy Spirit into this time. And remember, knowledge and information will only change your life through a practical application. Takeaway one, as seen in the lives of Paul and Moses after their encounters with God's voice and vision in their lives, they were transformed. And then they went on to transform the world around them. How can you transform the world around you? As a Christian, our lives should look different. What are you doing with your life? Number two, are you living in heathenism, legalism, or are you living like Jesus? Number three, Chris quotes many scriptures. Take some time to read through them for yourselves and see what God teaches you. Those scriptures are Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 1 to 14. He uses John 5, 19, 20, and 30, Acts chapter 2, verses 17, Romans chapter 7, 7 to 25, John 6, verse 63, and John 10, 27 to 28. 
go through these verses. Remember to read around, looking at the whole chapter. Take your time. You can spread this out over a few sessions if you need to. But remember, dig into God's word for yourself and discover the timeless truths of spiritual intimacy. Well, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode, Spiritual Intimacy. As Chris said, God has given us a clear path. Hear the voice of God for yourself. It will help you stay engaged with the world just as Jesus did. Then remember to bring the voice, vision, and anointing of God to people you meet in everyday life. You get one life to live for God. Make it a great one, one that impacts those around you. Chris referenced many different scriptures, and he has spent years understanding the Word of God. It's so important for our lives. Now, over on our Instagram, we have a great resource to help you better understand the Bible. We have a Bible overview course. It's completely free and it's totally self-paced. We have experienced and passionate teachers helping us engage with the truths of the Bible and giving us a great overview of God's Word. If you're looking for a place to start or just to mix things up, check it out and see what God is speaking to you today. We hope you will join us again next week for more teaching. Together, let's keep discovering more about God.